Murphy's Law, right? It says that anything go wrong will go wrong. But have you heard of Cole's Law? It's thinly sliced cabbage. Welcome back to Chats with Bree. We're on episode four. Unbelievable. Um, and today I'm starting off. Um, so today's episode is going to be questions from you guys. Tiny.cc forward slash chats with Bree is where those questions have been submitted. Feel free to submit your own um, and we'll answer them in future podcasts. Um, the first question I am answering is embarrassing story, please. Now, the embarrassing story I have ties in quite well to my intro joke. Um, wasn't a pickup line this week. Um, very interesting. Um, and what happened in this embarrassing story was I had a wedding that was a dessert potluck, but I didn't quite read the Facebook post properly and just kind of was thinking potluck. It was quite a busy time. Um, and I was like, oh, potluck, oh, easy as, I'll bring coleslaw. And so I bought some coleslaw from the supermarket. I was very busy. I didn't have time to like, make anything at home like I usually would. And so I have this coleslaw, and I take it to this wedding, and the person at the door, like, takes it and, like, kind of looks at it funny, but takes it away anyway to where all the other desserts are. And then I keep carrying on with my night, having a great time. And then, like, at one point... Someone was talking about dessert potluck, and I was like, dessert what? I thought it was just a potluck, like, dinner. And I was also a bit confused at that point about, like, why we hadn't eaten dinner yet, because it was quite late. And anyway, turns out it was actually a dessert potluck, not just a potluck in general, and I had brought coleslaw to it. The worst part was, though, when it came to have the dessert that everyone had bought, someone had legitimately put the coleslaw out on the table, and people had eaten it. So yeah, that was a bit embarrassing. Gave my friends all quite a laugh when they realised that I had bought coleslaw to the dessert at a wedding, of all things. Anyway, there's my embarrassing story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you feel as embarrassed as I did at the time. Um, it's not super embarrassing. It was kind of more of a lol, but you know. Anyway, um, here's a question. This one seems quite serious and wordy, so we'll try and get our best through this. Um, what should you do if you maybe like someone, but you have no idea if they're even mildly interested in you, but you're also not sure if you even like them? That's a big one. That's tough. Um, so what I can kind of see and gather from this is that someone thinks they might like someone. We'll say Sally and Bob. So Sally thinks she might like Bob, but she's not actually really sure if she actually likes Bob. But then she's also interest like kind of a bit worried if Bob's even interested in her so what my advice would be would be that you first need to figure out if you actually like Bob because there's no point worrying about if he's even interested in you if you're not even sure if you're interested in him because if you try figure out what he wants before you even know what you want you're just going to end up in this like tricky situation where you might end up making him fall in love with you, but then you're still not even sure what you want. First, you need to figure out what you want. And you can't do that by thinking it over and over and over in your head again and again and again. It does nothing and no good. You need to just, like, hang out. You need to just, like, be friends. And you need to just spend more time with this person to figure out if you actually like them or not. Um, ways to do that 
if you're in the same friend group, it's quite easy. You just, like, do things with your friend group and just spend more time during those times talking to them. Um, if that's not such the case, try and find something that you both do and that you could invite him to. Try to, like, do it in group situations. To start off with, it's always quite a good idea so it doesn't seem so weird or it's like a date or anything. Because you don't want to, like, give the wrong idea while you're tr still trying to figure out if you like them. Um, so just, like, hang out with the person, I think. Get to know them. Get to know what makes them tick. Um, and if that makes you tick too. And if it ticks the boxes. What you're really looking is if that person ticks your boxes. Um, another good idea is to just chat with a friend about it. Get another perspective on the situation. Um... From what they've observed of you, do they think you like him or her? Um, that kind of stuff. Um, and also, like, another good thing to do would be to write a pros and cons list. Like, why are the good things that you think you like about them? Or what are the things that are holding you back? Or the things you don't think you like about them? Um, it's always quite a good idea. But if that all fails and goes to custard and you get in the situation where you need to friend zone them because you're kind of screwed up, um, you can follow my advice from episode two where I talk about how to friend zone someone. But someone wasn't quite happy enough with my advice in episode two and has said, I enjoyed your answer on the question on how to friend zone someone without hurting their feelings. This has sparked a curiosity in my head. How do you friend zone someone and hurt their feelings in the process? I need the most brutal response possible as I intend to break hearts. Ouch. Not sure I'd want to get on the wrong side of this person. But I can give you a little bit of advice. Um, the best thing I would say to do would be to just hold up like the process of friend zoning them straight away. Get to know them a bit more. Like Start compiling a list of all the things that are important to them um, and mean a lot to them. Um... And then, like, just one moment, just totally turn, just, like, totally... Fr it's not even called friend-zoning, because you're not even wanting to be friends with them at the end. If you're going to do something like this to them, you don't want to be friends at the end, obviously. Um, but basically, use all that stuff against them. Like, say they like grapes, for example. Give them some grapes, but put some laxatives in them. You know, stuff like that. Um, and you're just going to slowly lose and lose and lose their trust. And that's the most heartbreaking thing of all. I think rejection is actually the biggest heartbreaker. Um, so friend zoning itself, I feel like the heartbreaking list. Um, the next question someone has asked is, they have recently been thinking that they would be a good dictator. Interesting. How might they best overthrow the government? Give me your best tips for staging a coup. Ooh. Now, I'm not big into politics, so I don't know all that much about how a coup works. But my best advice would be to overthrow the government, is to work from the inside out. You know, like those big schools of fish that, like, they all look like they're moving at once, but in reality it's like one little fish in the middle starts turning, and then they, like, go from the, like, right up to the big school of fish, and then all the fish turn at the same time. So you need to work from the inside, and you can do that through seduction and blackmail. So to seduce, you obviously seduce, seduce, um, and just like, you know, flirty, flirty, like, nicey, nicey, get to know people, like, get to know the ins and outs, be real nice to them and stuff like that. Um, and then also find out, like, classified information from that that you can use to blackmail people. 
and just slowly work your way up um, until you've got so much on the government or you've seduced them all to death that you're the only option for the country to be leader and then you just use that to be a dictator. Um, but yeah, interesting. I wonder what kind of good dictator you'll be. Um, I hope it all goes well for you. Yeah, I hope it all goes well for you. Um, someone else has asked, what is a song I should listen to? Now, my best advice for a song to listen to would be to go back through your old files and find something you haven't listened to in ages um, that you used to listen to heaps back in the day. There is nothing more like bringing out the feels than listening to an old song um, that had a lot of meaning back in the day. Um, but if that doesn't work and you're just genuinely looking for another song to listen to, I would recommend Good Grace by Hillsong United. Or, um, if you're that person who asked the question about maybe liking someone but not sure if they're mildly interested in you and also not sure if you like them, person, then you should probably listen to Back to You by Selena Gomez because I think it might describe your situation quite well um, and might help you let out some of that built-in stuff that's going on. Um, the next question is, if animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest? Ooh. Now, that was a tricky one. Initially, I was like, oh, I have no idea. And then I realized, I thought initially, I was like, oh, my goodness. It's the koala. Now, you're like, what? The koala's so cute. They're, like, so cuddly. Oh. No. Like, if you've actually seen a video of a legit koala, like, they're totally not at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure one of them even, like, pooped on the bachelor or something on the person. Like, they are, like, scratchy, nasty, sassy creatures. So I reckon if they could talk, they would be pretty rude. It'd be like a teenage girl. I reckon the koalas are the equivalent of a teenage girl. They're like a pear or cute, but underneath they are sassy and rude. But some teenage girls are great. Anyway, I diverge. Someone has asked, are snowboarders generally heavier than skiers? Yes, they are. And you're wondering why? Well, it's because snowboarders, boarders, so they board. Boarding is like being in a hall, for example. I know the big kind of thing with going in halls is you get a thing called a fresher five because you get lots of good food and so you put on weight. So therefore, the snowboarders would be heavier than skiers. Also because skiers starts with SKI, which is like pretty much skim. And they probably have skim milk. And so they're probably just like drinking watered down milk. And so they probably lack soul. Um, and are probably lighter as a result. Because I've got no soul. Oh yeah, another question that I um, um, do want to answer eventually is... Do, 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 can you do chubby bubby... Can you do chubby bunny with marshmallows on a podcast? Yes, that will definitely happen at some point um, in the future. Probably, um, so I'm probably going to start getting some um, people on the podcast with me. Um, so two of us will be answering the questions, or I might have an interviews type thing. Um, watch out for that in the coming weeks. I'll probably do Chubby Bunny with one of them then. I reckon that'll be quite funny. So stay tuned, keep listening, um, and that will hopefully happen. Um, I'll actually just leave you with one more question, um, and that is... What is the most important thing you don't do enough of? That would be to go outside and just enjoy the fresh air while it lasts. Go outside, 
smell the autumn leaves, sit there and bathe in the kind of cold but basking sunlight um, and just be happy in nature. I don't do enough of that and I'm going to try to do more of that this week before all the sun disappears um, and you should too. So go out there, have a great week, um, don't do anything stupid. Um, if you have questions that you want advice on or random things you're wondering, tiny.cc forward slash chats with Brie um, and we will do your best to answer the questions. Hopefully next week I'll be on here with a friend um, and until then, have a great life. Bye bye.